This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Show hosted by the people that I think you really should know. Kyle, Jake, and Amir, too. Gee, with dudes, people riding with issues when they haven't a clue what to do. That's what they're talking about. No matter what the problem is, they'll figure it out. If I were you, it's a mail.com. Now listen to the chorus and sing along. Funky, yeah, sweet, quirky, a little long, fine. <laughs> well, we it it was as long as we wanted it to be. I could have cut it off earlier, but, but did you? Because if you did, then this doesn't really make sense as much of a critique. Yeah, no, I'll keep it all in. All right, thank God. Uh, that was written by Topher Buckland. Topher Buckland from Los Angeles, California. Love it. Was that a fife in there at the end? That was me on the fife. Whoa, my boy li- Bloom's on the fight. I do some light fifery on the side. I know you shredded the fight. I do some side fifery. You do some, you fuck with a fight. I dude. fuck with a fife a little bit. I'll do like a little bit of side fifery, like on fifth and uh-huh. 55. So really? like I'm on fifth and 55th fucking with my fife. And like, Whoa. that's just for practice. For, so I'm practicing I'm over way there. Fourth yeah, on, in between fourth this and fifth. This is the first I've heard that you fucked with a fife on fourth and 55. What's well, it's on, it's on 55th in between fourth and fifth. Oh. Oh, 55th. And then between 4th and 5th. I'm fucking with a Fife. I'm practicing. Are you on Fiverr? No, no, no. I don't have a Fiverr. Why? You think I should join Fiverr? I think if you, yeah, you could you could do a couple tunes and sell them on Fiverr. I could do probably five, four or five tunes on 4th wow. and 55th. And we can fuck with a Fife what on is Fiverr. What? The Fife? The Fife, yeah. Oh, no, you know what? I'm thinking of something else. The it's guitar. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lira. A lira. Uh, thanks to Topher for writing that. Yeah. Appreciate uh, one of our uh, most impressive, unique uh, aspects of the podcast, I think, is the fact that we start and end every episode with an original song written by our fans. Yeah, and they don't fuck around either. That was a... 
It's, I, I feel bad now that I said it was too long. It was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. So much time and effort. We're taking for it. granted. Uh, and this all stemmed from the very first time we recorded a podcast when we just made up the song in your room. Yeah, back in Brooklyn. Yeah, we were like, maybe people will submit you know, it's theme song. It's, that was the almost three... second episode, someone did. That was almost three years ago. Crazy. I was 29. You were 27. Wow. We were young and coquettish <laughs> we were full of life and love and wonder and we didn't know what to make of the world and now we're we didn't have to know and jaded and fat and dumb yeah <laughs> i hate the world and i hate myself and i hate you <laughs> sorry mate so <laughs> i was trying to say it like in a nostalgic positive way yeah you're right and i i went i got dark yeah this is kind of an exciting episode. It's the it's the episode we're releasing on the day that Lonely and Horny is officially available. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna release this a little later in the day on Thursday, borderline Friday, uh, so that it times up that anybody listening can finish this episode or just stop right now, really, mm-hmm. and uh, watch the first two episodes that are available for sale on Vimeo. The timing of all of it actually is insane because because all right, so. Not only is this coming out, this podcast... Wait, explain it to me like I'm five. Okay. So, you and I, Mm -hmm. a duo... You lost me. Okay. (laughs) Dada. You've done that five years. How dumb were you when you were five? (laughs) I was was a slow learner. You were eating crayons. Yeah. Uh, So, we leave Brooklyn... Yeah. For Los Angeles. Yeah. At that moment, we had a podcast. We had a web series. $20 in our wallets, uh, a credit and an card, and a dream. Yeah. And, and an idea. Mm-hmm. And the credit card linked to my daddy's account. Yeah. Which oh, was more than enough it. cash. My daddy gave you and I both credit cards. I love that he did that. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's just so cool that he's going to, he'll fund both of our Was it ma- Was it maximized or was it just carte blanche? You can go ham. Go ham. He's going to pay off the balance. No worries. That little troll, <laughs> he's got a bag full of gold. Yeah. You better believe. <laughs> that little pinata pumpkin man. And we did beat him. Oh, did we beat him until oh, the coins came out? Oh, my coconut of a father. Oh, we beat that coconut until coins came out. And oh. we swallowed the coins like little Hanukkah gelts. Mm. Nom, 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 We were Sonic that day Thank collecting you, father's rings. <laughs> uh, so we leave Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Do you know when we left? Uh, I believe it was December. Of 2013. Of 2013. We moved out to Los Angeles. Yeah. In April-ish, or in, at some point later that year, yeah. we left College Humor. Didn't we leave College Humor a year from that April? I think we were at College Humor for a year from that April. I feel like we left sometime in the winter, but then we like uh, rehashed it out with them to like end uh, the series. Like, But we ended a year ago. Months. We're describing two years ago. Right. Jesus Christ. So That's April is 2015 is when we decided... Yeah, April 2015. This is when Jake and Amir ends. I guess I shouldn't have convoluted the story with when we left Brooklyn. Yeah, that like, was unrelated. You asked me the date, though. Yeah. All right, so we leave Brooklyn. Yeah. We're in Los Angeles. Correct. In April of 2015, we leave College Humor. Yes. One year, I think to the exact day, Yeah. is when we are launching our new web series. And yeah. it just happens to be 
on the day that we return to Brooklyn for a show. Oh, right. Friday, Thursday, April 8th, if you're listening to this. The show's going on right now. We're about to go on stage. Well, well that's right when it now. Posts. We're, yeah, of course. Yeah. We're recording in our lo- in our living room or our studio in Los Angeles. And this is actually playing in a courtroom in the year 30, uh, 3582. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. all sort I of I was future murdered. That's right. There was a future crime, as we call it in the future. <laughs> My great, great, great godson. <laughs> committed treason <laughs> Try against aside. Trump's states of America. <laughs> God, I wish. Can you imagine? Uh, and I think everything we start is around April or May, because I think the first Jake and Amir videos were also around then. Yeah. There's something about the weather getting nicer that sparks creativity. We started creativity. the podcast in, was it May too? Yeah, May and the web series. No one wants to do shit in the winter. I'm not like creating shit in May, in February. Well, we did shoot Lonely and Horny mm-hmm. in, uh, in December. Like December yeah, January. it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> we came up for the idea of it in the back summer. in the spring or yeah. summer. Okay, so we start think over. We're warm. <laughs> think when we're warm, and then when it gets cold, we hibernate our brain. Walking around, eating and drinking, but not really doing anything constructive. Sleepwalking. Uh, so if you're at all curious, uh, if you pre-ordered Lonely and Horny, you can watch the first two episodes. There's a chance, uh, enough for us to announce it right now, that for 24 hours, Vimeo is going to release the first episode of Lonely and Horny for free right. for, for a day on our on their Tumblr. I think so that's what it is. If you are one of those people who is broke or... If for some reason you don't trust us at yeah. this point, the after trailer was two hundred episodes of our podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. That you don't trust us to make good content, you could watch the first episode. And if it leaves you wanting more, uh, I think then you'd have to start paying. So yeah. the first one is free for twenty four hours on Vimeo's Tumblr, I believe. And if you subscribe, and if you or if you buy the season, then you can immediately watch the second episode as yeah. well. And then next week is the next two, but. First one is the only one that will be uh, a little free yeah. teaser. Number one is a teaser for 24 hours. Number two is still off limits unless you uh, bought it. Yeah. And we hope you watch it and we hope you like it. We can't be more proud of it. Milana and Ben Rogers are in the first episode. Yeah. Along with you and a bunch of other funny people in the classroom, mm-hmm. which we'll get to later. You got it. You got it. Starts, check it starts. It's got to start somewhere and then build to something even better than that. Uh, but if you're listening, then uh, it's available right now. So go check it out. Yeah, and let us know what you think. Unless you don't have a kind thought, in which case I don't think I could handle that kind of... Yeah, I don't even need neutrality right now. Yeah. I can't have, like, that was a pretty good... I'm not. Even, I'm sorry I said neutral. I, I'm not even fucking with B-pluses at this point. Right. I really need an excellent mark. I deserve an Emmy Oscar. We were snubbed yet again for a Webby in our I final think, season. I think we're going for... In terms of Lonely and Horny, we should go for a We Got... What's a we got? That's when you get a Webby, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Wow. Yeah. Technically, it's just an EGOT, but I'm adding W to it because that's the only one we're actually in the running for. Right. Well, I don't. We've been snubbed almost every single year for the Webbies and the Tonys. Yeah. I haven't been. I mean, I was nominated for Avenue Q. I uh, co-wrote a lot of the sheet right, music. Right. Well, you got and you were best female performer. Yeah, for Miss Saigon. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Saigon. What is that one called? How does that song go? The heat is on in Saigon. Nice. <laughs> the heat is on in Saigon. Forget I asked. What? I don't want to know anymore, man. <laughs> There's still 11 minutes, plus a reprise. A reprise. Let's get a prize. What is the, and what is the prize? I'll tell you right now. Uh, it's the beginning of this episode. What is this podcast? It's an advice show. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will email us. 
They're conundrums. They're in sticky situations at a crossroads, and they're seeking guidance from a third party, or in our case, a third and fourth party. <laughs> Fortunately for you guys, we are life, I want to say, coaches, mentors, genii. At this point, we are genii. We've read it all, we know it all, and we can inform it all. We got it all, and we got it now. It's a commercial, right? Like Sorry. a Burger King commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, if you guys wanted to have it your way, that email address is if I were you show at gmail.com. Um, we usually uh, hand-select some questions, but since we're hitting the road, we're sort of saving the best questions for our road shows. Yeah. So we thought we should go a little random today. Oh, you know what? We could do the Game Boy, but also I think in the inbox there were a couple questions that I felt like weren't silly enough for live questions. Oh, but Maybe still good enough. we could make it like a little real. Oh, how do I find those questions? If you go to two answer, we label everything two answer. Yeah. One answer, two answer, and three answer. So far, no. nothing has had one or three answers. It's all two answer. <laughs> Very nice. So which one of these would you say are good? Uh, you yeah. say they're all good. I say they're all, they're all moved to two answer. <laughs> for so a reason. All for you to consider. <laughs> okay. So let's read one out loud and say if you would have normally considered it. Okay. Give me the title. Girl sending mixed signals while dating someone else? Question mark. Cool. I wonder why I wanted to answer this. We'll find out. Reading out loud. I must have a million questions in my inbox right now. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Little Wayne record. The Little Wayne record is called a million emails in my inbox. Uh, I'm just talking that I'm the f- hottest female rapper for the record. Yep. Rhyming record with record. That's fine. It's a slant rhyme. Nicki Minaj can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not talking about a single song. That's not necessarily the line. Mm-hmm. I just, as I hear it and remember it. Um, can you hear right now? Can you all disappear right now? That's not even the next line at all. That's so just another just line from that song. Yeah. All right. Ready for this one? Sure. Nicki Minaj writes, or is this a guy? No, it's a guy. We'll say Drake. Okay. Drake writes, Hey dudes, love the show. Anyway, here's my problem. I'm 16 years old in high school, and after lunch every day, I sit with a group of people in this lounging place we have at our school. I always tend to get there before everyone, and this girl, we'll call her Rose, is there too. She is dating one of the people I eat lunch with, but she has been flirting with me a lot lately and nervously glances at me from time to time. But she immediately stops when her boyfriend arrives, of course, and acts like I don't exist. I can tell when someone likes me, especially the way they look at me. And let's just say she might meet the criteria. She has sometimes even shown it by accident in front of her boyfriend. So my question is, do I confront her about this? Or do I let things play out and see what happens with her and her boyfriend? She has even called me cute and often gets upset when I don't sit next to her uh, before her boyfriend shows up. What the fuck? I'm not the biggest fan of playing games with people, so I want to be upfront and honest with her. Feel free to make fun of me in whatever wild way you come up with, but please don't forget to give me some advice so I can figure out this flirting fanatic. Toda! Oh, and then he gave the nickname. He gave the fake name Crayon Noodles, which is pretty funny. Nice. Yeah. I don't think I moved this to the inbox. Oh, this was just, it found its way there either through me or happenstance. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Um, I guess my instinct is to not steal your friend's girlfriend, especially if y'all sit at the same lunch table. Yeah, that's it really a big messes deal. with the group dynamic. <laughs> that's the lunch group dynamic. That's the most important dynamic. Doesn't this always happen in high school? Which and I guess life in general. The li- the the lunch group? Someone just like in a group of people, two people are dating, and then there's sort of like chemistry between that like a member of that couple and somebody else 
and then something bad happens and then everybody has to choose sides and you guys are no, not friends anymore. Yeah. It's hard because when you're a teenager, your hormones, I think, are the loudest or at the very least, the rate of change is the biggest. It goes from like nothing to extremely high. Right. So you're like, who should I fuck? Who do I want to hook up with? Who am I having masturbation dreams about? Yeah. yeah and then yeah. like you see them and you're freaking out. You don't know how to act because you're 16. Eight years ago, you were an eight-year-old. You don't know what the hell's going on. You have no life experience. You're just, you turn from a toddler to this teenager, this half-formed, greasy adult. And you're like, should I fuck her? Does she want to fuck me? What does fucking even mean? Let me try kissing. Right first oh my god now when i touch my dick it gets hard and now i'm coming what's porn is porn normal is anything normal am i freaking out or are you just are you gonna sit there are you flirting with me i don't know yeah wow she definitely doesn't like you if that's you yeah <laughs> well those are just millions of micro thoughts racing through his mind and then he's also like hold on i have to go to pre-algebra or algebra two and like find out this that and the other and then you're like which one do i prioritize do i want the girls or do i want to figure out what sine cosine tangent means a lot of crazy things happen in your life so one way to simplify is to not get involved with a girl who has a boyfriend mm yeah mm. and it feels like you don't want to do that mm. because this girl likes you and that is usually pretty pretty nice but in my experience i've definitely not or i guess like i'm i've been friends with people for a really long time like my friends who i was friends with when i was 16 yeah i much more value our friendship and uh being close with those guys then I do value like the people I hooked up with or dated when I was sixteen. Right, friendships so really like more precious when you relationships in high school. Sometimes you know they are crazy and they really work out. And you're a high school sweetheart and you're meant to be and all that stuff. But most of the time, you have kind of meaningless, dumb relationships where you learn in high school of what you like, what you want in the future. But your friendships that you have in high school, sometimes they really last a long time. Right. And I've definitely lost touch with guys over girls that I wish I didn't. Oh, interesting. And I don't think I've ever lost touch with a high school girlfriend that I wish I didn't. <laughs> so you're saying prioritize friendship over relationship, other sexual relationships. Yeah. But... Um, or at least prioritize not destroying a friendship for... Uh, hookup it's hard because when you're 16 you don't go out and meet people like friends is everybody it's like if i don't hook up with yeah. a friend i'm not fucking going out to a bowling alley and meeting somebody but maybe there's a friend group that like you could hook up with another one of the girls in this group or you can at the very least just patiently wait till they break up mm. twiddling you your even thumbs. ask that girl to set you up with someone oh. and that'll really light a fire under her butt oh you say can i tell you a secret this is on aim late right. night so it's like very exciting and illicit i have i have a crush AIM on someone late but you got, night. yeah this guy doesn't even know he's 16 years old he has <laughs> sorry no this is idea snapchat snapchat <laughs> snapchat late night i have a crush on someone do you promise not to tell she's fucking freaking out she's hoping to god she, he, he says her and then it's and, not and then you say somebody else and then she's like, I don't know why you like that girl. I don't know. I don't think she's that cool. Oh, that's cool. perfect. That ruins two friendships. Exactly. <laughs> right. Then we're back to even. An eye for an eye. <laughs> Leaves the whole world wearing dope ass eye patches. <laughs> and I am the king. The man with three eyes. I have two and then my little brown eye. What about your penis eye? Then I have four eyes. And Unless... what about your third eye on your forehead that you're supposed to... 
So I have no eyes, one eye on my forehead, my brown eye, and my penile eye. I'm back to three eyes. Your brown eye and your penile eye. Yeah, and the land of the blind, the man with three eyes is queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our best uh, perspective as somebody quite literally ha- twice your age. Mm-hmm. Um, chill out. Fair enough. Easy for us to say. <laughs> you know how that should go. You, you know, know how that, that should go. go. You know how that should go. Uh, if this comes out on Thursday, we could still talk about our Boston show on Saturday. That's true. If you're listening to this, there there's still time to purchase tickets to the Boston and New Haven show on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, those are going to be fun shows. Boston's a Saturday night, and Sunday, uh, Allison Williams will be with us in New Haven. What's up? Uh, this one is a, a question about New Haven. Really? Um, it was about the murder rate in New Haven and Berkeley. Do you remember that one? Oh, kind of. I think I just flagged it so we could talk about the show in New Haven, <laughs> which we already did. Perfect. It said that New Haven was a dangerous city, but really it depends on where you are, guys. It's very nice. Um, uh, some of these... <gasps> okay. All right. All right. This is a lady's question called swinging. Okay. Does that sound familiar? Nope. Oh, Interesting. Maybe it will be. So Nicki Minaj writes. Very well. So I'll get right to it. I work at a sex club and I'm uh, on quite a few swinging websites. I met a guy on one of the websites and we really hit it off. We started dating and we're really similar people. Both love to read, both quite liberal, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we weren't exclusive and everything was casual because we met on a swinging website. However, he met someone else uh, who said he had to choose and she didn't want him seeing anybody else. So he chose her. He said he really liked me, but he decided that it was, he wasn't really comfortable with the whole swinging thing. I told him that I wouldn't mind giving up swinging and that I was sad, but I understood. But it doesn't end there. Less than a week after he dumped me, he texts me saying he made a mistake and wants to see me again. So we'd start up again behind his girlfriend's back. At this point, I've already decided to stop swinging because I forgot how nice it was to have a boyfriend before we started hanging out. The trouble is, I know I shouldn't see him behind his girlfriend's back, but I really want to. I kind of want to sleep with him just once to remind him what he's missing, then say goodbye in hopes that he'll change his mind and choose me. Is that a terrible idea? Am I a bad person? Is there any chance at this point that he'd choose me? Love the show, and thanks for the uh, so much for the advice. Sorry for the long email. Love. Nicki Minaj, that is a terrible idea. I'll tell you why. Because she wants to have sex with him one more time to show him what he's missing. And he wants to have sex with her one more time to get it out of his system. So your plan will 100% backfire. Yeah, it's like... I I'll, promise. I'm going to fuck you and then... Oh, okay, thanks. Bye. Like, wait, oh, now you know what I can... You're calling an Uber. <laughs> Shit, come back. Don't you want it again? Yeah. There's, an, no. uh, there's a chance that he wants it just once. Right. Which is bad anyway. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't, even aside from the fact that, like, you shouldn't help break up this relationship. Uh, yeah, you don't want to be the other girl. Uh, I mean, just on its face, just plan-wise, this will not work. And this is such a sticky situation. Somebody chooses somebody else, and then he says, I regret it, but not so much that I'm going to break up with this girl. Instead, can we cheat on her yeah. together? He doesn't regret the decision to be with that person. He just sort of is sad that he can't swing anymore. Yeah, he wants his cake and to fuck it too. Yep. 
I so, feel like we just flagged this thing because we thought it was about Swing, the app that we like so much. Oh, yeah. P.S. My high score is 61, which is pretty good. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> that was before they did the uh, two points for the double jump, right? Yeah. The now, now they're getting like exponent. Like if, if it's, it's, a, it's a climbing scale. If you get two perfects in a row, it's two, then three, then four, then five. It's ridiculous. I mean, the game's changed. Sorry if I, I consider myself a classic. I don't think there should be three points. You should have never updated. Why did I don't, you update? You ruined. They jumped the carp. They, they absolutely jump the jumped the carp. They had a perfect game going. They did. Swing is officially my space. <laughs> well, uh, if college Dreamers ever going to uh, sue us for the little things that we've been doing, like uh, today when we were, did our Facebook live stream. Oh yeah, we, uh, we did a Mickey bit. Right. I don't think that can they sue us for that though. No. Okay. Maybe. No, they probably would just say we have to stop. I mean, I stole like six Aeron chairs when I left College Humor. They should right. sue me for that because that's yeah, yeah. probably close to $2,500 worth of just office merch that I, I pilfered from yeah, the office. I remember that. That was not okay. I put them in a box and as I was carrying them out, they somebody asked me what was in the box and I said, it's my MacBook well, Air. You also posed as Ricky online and ordered a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I also fished uh, Barry Diller. You so did. I, I, yeah, I was chatting with him online, and I asked for his social security number and yeah. his credit card number. Right, right. And he right. gave it to me because I said it was an emergency. You actually have Barry Diller's Soch. Yeah, I do have his What Soch. are you going to do with that? I don't know. I have no idea what to do. Like, what do you Steel do when you have someone's Soch? I suppose. Well, what, is it? How, what can you do with a Soch? Uh, you could use his Soch to sort of like... <laughs> Registered a Vosh. Oh, somebody. really? Yeah. So I registered a Vosh with his Soch. Yeah, and then I'll for be like, Ted Kroosh. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think Barry Diller's voting for? Hmm. There's only so many billionaires in America. What? Let's say there's like 80 or so. Who do you think the majority of them are voting for? It's interesting because you would think Republicans because the Republicans ha- sort of tax them the least. Yeah. But also they, I feel like if you're a billionaire, you're involved in such a complex tax system and like all your money is probably offshore anyway right uh that you that you might not care i don't know i guess i feel like i feel like uh not bernie sanders not hillary but neither trump i think he's abstaining really i don't think he's gonna vote this election but maybe we can find out what he's registered as let me look it up you know what no he's gonna he's gonna vote for hillary or bernie i think because he's married to an artist yeah and he was sort of like in the film world. He he's a little more artsy. All right, he's a little liberal. Um, yeah. Don't move on because I, I like regret sort of... asking the question to begin with. Let alone how much time we've spent on it. Fair. It doesn't matter to most people. You could Google it. Who is Barry Diller voting for? I could just use his Soch. If you, there's a website that goes, oh right, what's your Soch, and then who should you vote for? <laughs> what's your? That's a good one for when we plug Squarespace. What's your, how do you? How would you spell Soch though? S O C. I was going to spell it S-O-I-C-H-J-E. That's better. (laughs) That's definitely not better. Uh, All right. We're halfway done. Take a break. Thank one more sponsor. Back after these words. Back at it again with the white band. Damn commercials. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. 
Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Oh, <laughs> hey, we're back. Um, Yeah, what were we talking about? You're crying, man. Wow. <laughs> we had a pretty fucked up break, actually. We were on a break. <laughs> we were on a break. Friends, uh, anything to talk about besides what we've already have been? Uh, besides just the the mere fact that Lonely and Horny, the thing we've been promoting, promoting, promoting for the last like month or two. Yeah, and working on for the last 10 to 12 months. I guess this is an exciting aspect of the promotion because now it's just not telling you about it and telling you to pre-order. We're telling you you can watch it. Watch the shit. So I want to say that one more time and in earnest. You can watch episodes one and two of Lonely and Horny right now at vimeo.com slash lonely and horny. Yeah. 
I really like these first two episodes. My God, they're so good. Yeah, I am a big fan too. Uh, but not just Milana and Ben Rogers, uh, all of our friends uh, in the classroom. Uh, Julian Vogel killed it as Susan in episode two. Who's reprising her her second video since Jake and Amir auditioned. Was she, did she play as Susan in that? You know what? We, or did we ever talk about her name? I don't know if we ever talked about her name. I actually think she uh, her name in that was Anu because we wrote the part for Anu. <laughs> oh, interesting. And then interesting. we discovered when Anu couldn't do it that Jillian knew how to act too. So, <laughs> Anu too. Jillian can act too. Yeah. Uh, so please, please, please uh, check them out. First two episodes. Very exciting. Uh, and if you are in Boston and you're, you're living near the Wilbur Theater... Come on by, because tickets are still available for that show on Saturday. Very true. Uh, you want a Game Boy these last questions or two? Because I thought you'd never ask. Oh, my God. That is right. I am the Game Boy. <laughs> He's returned. And the game has changed. <laughs> How so? I now allow myself the opportunity to use two words and as I search. <laughs> I didn't know that that was a rule to begin with. <laughs> I'm not sure it ever was, but the Game Boy dictates the rules. Okay. Because the Game Boy rules. So. And these are the Game Boy's rules of the game. All right. So The rules haven't changed. The rules are the same. The rules are always that the Game Boy dictates the rules. Search the first Pandora's box. I am the Game Boy. <laughs> Pandora's box? Yeah, Pandora's box. I like the idea of, I want to un- unearth some shit, like a Pandora's box of problems or yeah. a house of cards or something like that, you know? We got something convoluted. Three questions. Nice. One of which uh, is just an application to work for us, so we could skip that one. Cool. Well, you know, this summer we are going to be looking for interns, uh, so we're not so going to promote that yet, but heads up. The two options are ru- two rude dudes getting crude with food, mm-hmm. or I can already tell you're going to want this one orgasm problems i really do want orgasm problems (laughs) let's see what he's at let's see what this guy says if we got time we can answer them both all right maybe we can do both let's start with this one and see where it leads us okay this was written on march 23rd 2015 oh almost a year ago Mm mm-hmm Hey guys, I found myself Over in a here. sorry. Go ahead. I found myself in a sticky situation. I hope you can help me out of. I've been dealing. Uh, I've been dating my girlfriend for almost two years now. Before we started dating, she told me that no guy was ever able to give her an orgasm and that it was impossible for her to get one. Being quite experienced at what some would call finger banging, I knew I could find what sets her off and was feeling quite confident, even though she told me I wasn't the first guy to tell her that. Being the boss that I am, after just two months of hooking up, I had given her her first orgasm. Right? Or amazing, right? Wrong. Now I feel like I've opened a Pandora's box. Oh, wow. Good pun. And whenever we have sex, she always wants to orgasm. I love giving her pleasure and all, but it takes up to 45 minutes for her to come sometimes, and I'm not always in the mood to flick her bean for that long. I've got shit to do, you know what I'm saying? I tried telling her that she didn't, uh, and she said she didn't mind, but I find out that whenever we have sex and she doesn't come, she gets mad afterwards. What should I do? Are my finger-blasting skills more of a curse than a blessing? Thanks. Love the show. This is a great question. Yeah. This is a great question. Uh, that was from Lil Wayne. See the third guy in that song? Yes. Uh, so, this guy 
some ladies are different in every way, and this lady takes a while. Right. And he's like, I'm down to do it sometimes, but I can't do it always. It's too much. It maybe hurts his fingers or wrists. Uh, yeah. He's not always in the mode or Frankly, mood. Frankly, it sounds like he gets a little bored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's a, this is a very complex question. It's a sticky situation indeed. Um, I guess uh, I really... This is fucking hard. I don't know what to say. <laughs> would you... Would I want to say, like, would you... How would you feel if the tables were turned? And it took you it's, 45 minutes to get off. Yeah. I think I wouldn't be mean to somebody who was like, I'm too tired to do it because it takes you so long. Right. Uh, you might feel bad. I, I Here's... This is another aspect of this question, a little wrinkle. Oh. I think there's a chance that... Um, he might be projecting that like he didn't get her off. So now she's like, Oh man, you're probably going to be upset or you're going to be moody. And maybe she's not, maybe it's, it really is fine. So there's that. Yeah. But what if she is mad? Do you sit her down and be like, listen, babe. Well, he already told her that he's, that he didn't think he could do it every single time. And she said it was okay. (laughs) Yeah. So you want to sit her down and be like, listen, I know I've already sat you down once. I know you said it was okay, but it's, <laughs> I feel like it's not. You're mad at me. Like, you, I, I feel like this guy has a le- has the leverage. Like, she's either going to get it sometimes or not at all. Like, she's got to take what, what she can get at this point. If no one else has been able to do it. Right. I mean, I guess you, also, it, I mean, theoretically, there should just be a balance. It's true that, uh, it's more complicated for women to have set, uh, orgasms. Yeah. And I've also heard, not a woman, uh, we, sh- we should have had a girl on to answer this question. Right. Uh, but you're not a woman, but you do crush a lot. Yeah. Y- y'all know. <laughs> uh, but I've heard that like sex is pleasurable for women even when they don't orgasm. Yeah, that's what I heard too. And sure, it sounds like that's what women tell it, to console guys that can't get them off. Definitely sounds like something that guys want to to be true. <laughs> yeah. So I'm cool to believe it. Yeah, along the lines of like, don't worry, it doesn't matter how you perform. I still like you anyways. Right, or like, your, like the size of your dick. is doesn't important. really matter, just yeah, how, how you use it. it. Yeah. And yeah, sure. And other nice lies. Uh, oh, yeah, like them lying about... Uh, coming at all oh yeah like oh don't worry i'm I'm still enjoying getting you off actually if you guys are listening to us talk and you're interested in the female orgasm uh this podcast ended its run but go back and listen to how to make me come yeah which is just females talking about orgasms yeah so they are shedding way more light on this information than uh, than two dudes ever can all we could do is answer the question if i were you if you were you and you are you what would you do if you I were feel like you. from my personal experience, I've not like had sex where I came before the girl and I felt really bad. Loser. And, <laughs> and I said like, You're sorry. You too Yeah, right, dude. You too cut nut. Cut this out of the podcast, actually. What? <laughs> I always fuck till they nut. And then what? And then I apologize <laughs> uh, for even saying that. Uh, but like I, so I came and then I apologized and they said it's fine and then I just still feel bad about myself. Sure. So, so that like, I I just I feel like that attitude can sort of uh, cast a shadow over the entire experience. So there's a chance that uh, because you feel guilty, you think she feels worse than she does. Yeah. 
Um, but that's probably still something that's worth sharing with her. Like, I can't help it. I still feel guilty when I don't get you off. So let her either say, yes, you are right to, because I've been trying to make you feel guilty or like quell your fear even further. I think I'd probably bring it up with the caveat of being like, this might be me totally inventing something in my head, but I still feel guilty when I don't get you off. Yeah. Are you mad at me in any way when I don't? I'm sorry that it takes the time and energy of a spin class to make you fucking orgasm, but I don't have that kind of time every night, Cheryl. We're watching OJ till you fall asleep. And then what? It's time to get Randy at one. I'm up at 630. And and sure, I still expect a morning blow, Jay. (laughs) As an alarm clock, you gave me 10 free coupons for my birthday. I've only cashed in eight. And that's the rub that you if you have the expectation that you still get to have sex and get off as much as you want and she just is a little more inconvenient then i think that might be a little bit of a problem it's a double it's a doubled standard i guess the the final answer is that it sounds like you guys had the discussion but you're not quite done discussing it yet continue discussing yeah um do you want to see what this other discourse about the intercourse needs to be morse morse what Oh, in Morse code? Yeah, it should so be, be like. Correct. Got it. Um, should we try to answer one last uh, Pandora's box question? I'm. I mean, I'm down. But if you want to be a Game Boy too, then I respect it because um, it is the Game Boy. Yeah, maybe I'll be a Game Boy too because this might be a long question and not very good. All right, good. Um, I'll say. Oh, I think I did this last time, so I won't do it. Did I do vitamin C? <laughs> I don't think so. Not that I remember anyway. Vitamin C. I'll search it. This is going to be a really boring question about how many oranges this guy should eat. Wait a minute. Did you do it? One of the questions is the same question from Pandora's box, and I'm thinking it's probably because I skimmed it and saw the word vitamin. So I'll oh, choose another one. That is interesting. Uh... Loud ass chewer. Right. That's what you searched? No, I searched vitamin C. Oh, I see. That's the name of the email. (laughs) So it first started out with tangerines. I wonder how he gets there. (laughs) So it first started out with tangerines. We were at my house and we had the munchies and I gave him a tangerine while we were watching TV and expected him to sit quietly and enjoy those delicious vitamin C wedges. But my sweet television program was disturbed with what sounded like some real hardcore dick eating. And I couldn't laugh, but it was the loudest, most terrible thing I've ever heard. But this Black Friday, we were all sitting on a hill and smoking some Murray Winers, and he wanted to go to McDonald's, so I drove him there, and he ordered two burgers, fries, and a McFlurry. The goddamn post-giving day feast was 30 minutes of hell. What should I do? I feel like as a good friend, I should warn, warn him that he sounds like he's choking on a dick when he's eating, so his future honey's pussy won't shrivel up like a dry raisin when he, they hear it. Thanks. So this is an ex- <laughs> this is an example of a question we might not have chosen on natural. I would have loved this. This guy is so even though he's sort of a dumbass, he's, it's so nice that he's like my friend chews so loud. I'm worried that he won't get laid. Yeah, I'm worried about his future freaking wife. 
her i'm worried about her pussy being dry yeah the way he chews dude you're gonna be at your fucking wife's cousin quinceanera you can't be fucking chewing with your mouth open like that dude you're gonna slice open your wedding cake and then eat a bite and you'll be like <laughs> and everybody there is gonna be like leave it yeah. dude like do you even know which one is the salad fork i feel like i have to teach you some real etiquette lessons dude <laughs> dude that's crudite <laughs> you don't not her tutory, dude. <laughs> you can't use the freaking butter knife to cut a steak bro or from the outside in dude when she walks into the room even if it's her mom you stand up bro oh <laughs> do you even know how to pair wine that's a dessert wine you're drinking an aperitif <laughs> that's a, you should be ordering a digestif with that bro jesus man you think that heavy-bodied red is gonna pair well with fish <laughs> i mean come on man i feel like you never even partaken in a waltz to waltz cotillion look at my feet dude one two three one two three it's a box step <laughs> come on dude <laughs> Let me teach you how to be a fully grown man. Come on, my dude. It's like Miss Manners, but a surfer dude. Surfer bro. Yeah. Always open the door for her. Great question. What if it's a revolving door? I go in first, but there's two schools of thought. (laughs) All right here. So there's one version where you are pushing the door, but then there's the other version where she's behind you. Another thing that comes up a lot is when you open a door for a taxi for your girl, do you slide in first? or do you let her go in first? Rude to make her scoot, dude. (laughs) Rude? It's always rude to make her scoot, dude. You gotta write a thank you note to the father within three (laughs) days of the dinner. And I'm talking about business days and I am talking about postmarked. I understand that it'll take a little while longer to get there. Oh, dude, come on. Do you not have your own stationery? What is with you, my man? Being a grown-up 101. Get yourself a wax seal. Make it really nice. Thick stock. Every guy's got to know how to cook one nice (laughs) dinner for his gal. And I'm not talking about scrambled eggs, dude. No. Here, let me show you how to roast a chicken. (laughs) Do you have thyme? Do you have basil? Do you have rosemary? Smashed potatoes, not mashed potatoes. Let's keep it crispy, dude. Thoughts on a piccata? Do you have a meal mallet, dude? Why would you? You haven't been to the container store in ages. Where's your china? (laughs) You little bitch. (laughs) What is this? Fucking Ikea? You got 12 for $12? Grow up and grow a pair, dude. Here are all your glasses. You can put them in the recycling because they're from Target. (laughs) Target, no way. Go to Pier 1 or CB2. I don't care as long as it's three. Um, so, mm. it's fine that your friend chews a little loud. He's probably doing it because he's comfortable around you. That's what he eats like when he's alone. And he's stoned. Yeah, like you and I, uh, we eat sandwiches over the sink around each other. I'm a cookie. I, I shove it into my closed mouth like Cookie Monster. Yeah. It's not it's not good. It but smashes we, against your face and the crumbs go everywhere. But we should the problem is you get into that habit and then when you're eating around someone you do want to impress, you're still sort of doing that. Yeah. So it is important to learn good habits, dude. Try chewing with your mouth closed just to get used to it, brah. Use a fork and a knife. Have a napkin after every bite. Wipe the sides of your mouth. Drink after you're done swallowing, my man. Create a tight seal around the spoon. Don't just grate it with your teeth, brah. It's not a fork. (laughs) 
So yeah, you can just like casually make fun of your friend for the way he eats. Yeah, you or have to, like sit him down and be like, "Yo, I have to tell you something." You're yeah, it's like, dude, you chew so loudly. You chew like a camel. Man. Yeah, and then he'll he'll make fun of you for saying something, but it'll take like a few friends to pony up before he realizes that like, oh, now six or seven people have mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of pissed about it. He probably knows. I mean, his whole family says that he chews really loud, but he like doesn't think his friends notice or care. Once, yeah, once they do, then it's like, all right, I should chill. Yeah. So uh, why don't you why don't you have a, a very light, casual conversation? Make fun of them the way boys do. Yeah. And he might not get the hint right away, but eventually it's the hints will add up. Oh, yeah. Man, I keep on finding little beard hairs on the mic fuzz. Oh, from your old beard. Yeah, remnants of the of the beard. A time of innocence. A time of confidences. Long ago it was beard. I have a photograph. This is the closing theme song. Preserve your memory, beard. Uh, it's all that left of beard. Uh, that's it. That's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. It was a bonus Thursday, but I think a productive Thursday nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, as always. We are still on tour. As always, please uh, uh, check out Lonely and Horny if you have the time. If you have the dough, please let us know what you think. We're very excited about it. This is it. Our, uh, our, our first web series since Jake and Amir. Our only web series since Jake and Amir. All we want to do is make this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can help by watching it and telling of it and spreading the word. Uh, you guys carry us. The, the, the hundreds of thousands of se- uh, steps of footprints in the sand is when... Uh, you guys were carrying us uh, and making us look good, so we appreciate it. We really do. Uh, the opening theme song was written by Topher. If you have one or a question of your own, uh, send it to me at ifireyoushow at gmail.com. Uh, opening one was by Topher. This one, closing one, is Aaron K. Aaron K. Uh, we'll be back on Mon- Mondays. Monday. We'll, we'll be back be on Monday. Boston the day after tomorrow. Yeah. And... Unless, New Haven, the day after that. That's, yeah, that's right. Unless, of course, you are listening to this in a dystopian future reality, in which case those cities no longer exist. Yes. The shows, as well as everybody's collective memories, are gone forever. We stand with Jet Hurwitz, who is being charged with future <laughs> and uh, And transmission. Cool that I named my great, 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 great godson Jet, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not how it works. You don't name yeah. all future lineages. Oh, wait, I forgot. Before we go, I have to plug one last thing. Uh, I was on my mom's podcast again, The Easy Chair, uh, with Laura Hurwitz, except this time I was with Hannah Hurwitz, my older sister. We are discussing Tinder, Bumble, online dating, dating, and life in general. You can listen to me impart some wisdom if you go and search uh, The Easy Chair. Just go to headgum.com slash podcast. You can find it. All right, that's it. Ta-da. Peace.
the smell from the cake made these two mates appear And Drake started shaking fear When he realized it was Jake and Mia And that's how the story goes The story of the If I Were You podcast show That was a HeadGum Podcast.